So me just expressing that they gave me childhood trauma and then not having a solution to bring to the table does absolutely nobody any good. Hello, my beautiful, beautiful listener, and welcome to the But How podcast. I am so excited, so excited. It feels so good right now to be able to sit down and record a podcast episode without any idea in mind of what I'm going to talk about. We do have the Sagittarius full moon coming up. And actually, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, on the day that I upload this, it is going to be a full moon in Sagittarius. I am so fucking excited. It's literally not a coincidence that I just switched my upload day to Tuesdays and we have the full moon, the super full moon, (laughs) nonetheless, in Sagittarius, which is my sun sign and like half of my birth chart. I am a Sagittarius through and through, which is definitely why the universe called me to just sit here and not have a script and just be my wild, free, free free-spirited individual. It's just ingrained into my DNA as I was born on the day and time to make me a Sagittarius. And like I said, a majority of my birth chart. I'm talking like more than four or five elements of my birth chart being in Sagittarius. So anyways... I am more than just a Sagittarius. I don't like to identify with anything. However, astrology, it's a great tool to help you discover more about yourself and all of the little codes that are written in the universe that are unique to you. But um, let me just introduce myself as more than a Sagittarius. So hello, if this is the first time that you are tuning in. My name is Aaliyah, and I am the host of this podcast where I show up every single now Tuesday, and the Tuesday of the super full moon in Sagittarius to just be open, vulnerable, and share whatever is on my heart and my soul. So normally I go into these episodes with some sort of like idea of what I want to talk about, (laughs) but I honestly couldn't pick anything, like nothing was really resonating with me when I was meditating on it. I sat with it for a couple of days and then once again pushed it all the way up until like my last minutes to be able to record, publish, edit, like do all of the things I need to do for a podcast. (sighs) Yeah, I'm exposing more of that Sagittarius energy as we continue on with this podcast, but Nonetheless, I'm so grateful for every single one of you who are here right now with me, sharing your valuable time and energy, listening to this episode on, I don't know, question mark. We'll see what happens as we just get into the flow of the energy of the earth right now which is definitely feeling very interesting. But before we get into talking about anything, I only have one rule on the But How podcast, and that is that every single person who is listening or watching or 
I, I mean, I don't really know what else you'd be doing with my podcast, but if you are listening or watching, please go into this episode or any episode that I upload with an open mind. Okay, so one thing that I wanted to talk about in this week's episode, maybe a trigger point for some people who are listening or watching. I'm going to talk about the F word here, okay? Family. There, I said it. Oh my gosh. I know. We're all traumatized right now. Everybody's thinking of their worst fear of their childhood and all of the conditioning that has been put into our place by our parents who were truly just trying to do their best, honestly. And that is what I want to just lead with is that you can take a deep breath here on the But How podcast when we talk about family because everybody that I interact with in my eyes is my family, is a representation of me. Anything that triggers me about this person is something I need to work on internally. How I make this person feel is a reflection of how I am truly feeling And what makes me just want to be open is to be vulnerable and to share and to express. And that means just being an honest human being all around. And for a long time, I really wasn't honest with myself about who I was or what I believed in. Just led me to be at war with my family about a number of different things like projecting my anger, if you can see my dog walking in front of me, projecting my anger onto them for any emotional hurt that I had as a child. So it's one thing to acknowledge childhood trauma and things that your family may have put you through, but it is another thing to forgive, accept, believe that they have the ability to change. And when I say change, I don't mean to make them a completely different person, but just to change in a sense that they could become more open and loving and willing to receive feedback that you may have to give to them. So I want to give you all an example with my family, I used to just straight up tell them like, you're the reason for my childhood trauma. And like, that's not helping anybody. You know, I can't make them feel the pain that I went through with within my childhood. So me just expressing that they gave me childhood trauma and then not having a solution to bring to the table does absolutely nobody any good. And I kind of see this as like a trending thing, like people just willy-nilly talking about childhood trauma. So I've said it before in a podcast episode that it is one thing to talk about childhood trauma, but it is a whole different ballgame to actually heal from the childhood trauma. So if you genuinely want to get to a place where you can be unfuckwithable <laughs> with your family our greatest trigger points because these are the people who we've let closest into our hearts and our souls and inside of our walls and they may be the people 
And the reason that we put up these walls in the first place, family is a very touchy subject. I completely understand that. But how to get to a place, whether they want to accept where you are at on your journey or not, how to get to a place where you can just be unbothered by your family is to work on yourself, accept yourself. And if you can't have a constructive conversation with an individual in your family, it is okay to just not have that conversation at all or to establish your own boundaries. If you are listening to this, you are likely at the age where you are an adult. (laughs) Okay, my audience is like kind of teeter-tottering at like 18 to 22, but mostly like 23 to 27 age range is like skyrocketed. And um, the age range after that, like 28 to 40-ish. So you are at the age where you can take responsibility for your life and say, you know, you don't hold space for these people anymore. You don't have to. You don't have to hold on to that. You can be there ready and loving when they are ready to accept you and where you are at in your journey. You can be there ready for them, but you don't have to continue to build up walls or to feed into the hurt by saying that you traumatized me as a child. So I'm going to get a little bit vulnerable here, okay? One of my childhood triggers, one of my childhood traumas was not feeling heard because I had an environment where there was a lot of testosterone, all right? I have all brothers, like four brothers, my dad, and then me and my mom. And my mom was always like out busy in the garden or like shopping, taking care of the house. Like she was busy being a mom, right? And my dad busy being a dad and then boys doing boy things. And then I was just kind of off in fairy tale land. (laughs) And like now that I'm an adult and I'm having all these meditations, I have moments where I'm like, I remember being outside and like pretending like I was on a different planet, like I actually can recall moments in my childhood where I can like see my hands and they're little like in these flashback meditations. That's the power that our minds have is to take us back to those nostalgic times. We have to be at an acceptance with it, which means healing from those traumas and recognizing why these memories may be coming up for you. So, I have always felt like my voice is not heard. And that is why when I first started my podcast, I talked about shit that absolutely pissed the fuck out of everybody. (laughs) And I did that because of the same reason that I always got in trouble when I was in high school. And the same reason that I always picked fights with people is because I was coming from an extremely painful place and my pain body was so strong and misery loves company. So I would drag people down with me and my energy and this included the people who were there for me the most in my life. I would tell my family that they traumatized me and just kind of like honestly disrespecting them and that really took me just being honest with myself about the fact that I'm not perfect. And my family members are not perfect either. And we're just imperfect beings. 
And the community that I grew up from that raised me, regardless of how broken it was, those are the people who I have to keep in mind that would have my back through absolutely anything. And I know that about every single one of my family members. And that is why I am so grateful that I don't come from a absolutely destroyed family like some people do because I used to like I used to describe my family as broken as fuck like I would literally talk about it in the most negative ways and say like my family is just not like does not have it together blah, blah blah but like I grew up in a household where I was always provided for I always had clothes shoes food in the fridge I was always provided for, but where I'm about to get vulnerable with y'all is that I did not feel heard as a kid because much like a lot of our parents, my parents were very reactive and didn't actually take the time to process emotions like my generation and below are now more aware of, but... I still kind of struggle to believe that a lot of people are truly doing that and healing from it because I know a lot of people of my generation and lower blame their faults on their childhood trauma and daddy issues and like all of these things, but are not actually taking the time to put the phone down, meditate, journal about it, and again, Get curious about your own experience here. You can't change your family members. You can hold space for them and you can wait for them lovingly with open arms ready to give and receive their love at any time, much like anybody in this life, right? I know I needed to hear this on a podcast before I could actually put this into action in my life, but here is your permission to stop putting the pressure on yourself to keep your family glued together, okay? Especially those who have really large families. It's not your responsibility to do that. What your responsibility is in this lifetime is to continue to vibrate at your highest frequency. And if those family members are meant to be a part of your journey, they will be attracted to you like a magnet. It took me doing a lot of inner work to be able to actually get through to certain family members. And I still now struggle to get through to certain people. And I'm actually going to take back that statement. It's not a struggle because I hold space mostly for myself and the people in my life who love and support me right now. Um, But I also hold space partially for those people for when they are ready because I know, like I said, that they are they're there. You know, they're right on the verge. And these are the people who have actually been talking to lately is like, I've had several phone calls with friends who've been like, what should I do about my family? Honestly, like this is so hard for me. So draining every single time that I have to go back to my parents' house and I have to be around my family. They're so third dimensional. I can't talk about anything. I can't express myself. Like I get that. 
I totally hear you. I understand you. I've been there. I totally understand where you're coming from, but it is so important and maybe a little bit threatening to your ego to hear this, but your family is just as much a part of this universe as you are, and they have the ability to be just as enlightened as you are or as you may believe to be, because even I, in my own, in my own opinion, like, I hold myself to the standard so I can get there, but I understand always, always, especially when it comes to my family, that I have my own healing and my own work to do. So I have to be the example for them and lead by example, like I said, in order to attract them back into your life. And that is only if that is something that is important to you. It depends on where you are at with your journey and with your family. Every single person is going to be different. But the best advice that I can give is to just continue to hold as much space as you possibly can to heal. But be prepared when those people come to you and are ready to mend those relationships. Be prepared to talk about the difficult things. And don't just let things go to the wayside. Don't just forgive and forget like that. It is, it's important to talk through and work through to make sure that history does not repeat itself in this next go-around with your relationship, leading to higher expectations that are unmet and then disappointment this time around because you let your walls down. You hear me speaking from experience here. Like, I totally understand. I understand and I hear every single one of you who just want to help heal your family and bring awareness to your parents and their life. And coming from my own experience, I've watched my mother blossom into the most beautiful flower that I have ever seen. And she's just starting to bud. And that's just the beautiful part about all of this is that I know that I am a huge part, a huge reason that she has grown and evolved in the way that she has. And that is because a long time ago, I made a commitment to myself to just be the example and shed as much love and light on them as I possibly can, even though things didn't always feel the greatest at home and I didn't always feel like I could express myself in my voice or express love in the ways that I wanted to express love. You know, like we all have our childhood traumas and every single one of us, regardless of where you are at, are going to have to deal with this at some point in time this topic of family. You can't avoid it forever. So maybe this is the seed that is planted. And then six months from now, you remember a phrase or something that I said in this podcast, and you re-listen to it, and then you're ready. Everybody's on their own journey and on their own timeline. So take whatever time that you need to process everything that I have just said And then be prepared to hold that space for those conversations with your family members for when they are ready to get to the place where 
you would like them to be so that y'all can live in harmony and you can have that solid community that you can fall back on no matter what in life. My dog just took my compression sock, so that is my call to go. I love you all so very much. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode and keeping an open mind throughout as I open up and be vulnerable with every single one of you. If you enjoyed this content or would like to connect with me further, my social media links are always linked in the description and you can find ways to support and connect with me further throughout the description of this podcast or the description of wherever you're listening to this. All right, you guys, I got to (laughs) go. I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in and I will see you all next Tuesday.